Warning, the following show contains explicit language. Certain people should not listen to this show, such as children and panty-waist adults who cry like 12-year-old little girls when they hear profanity. Welcome back, my friends, to the Dr. Reality Podcast. I'm Dave Champion, and yesterday, May 13th, 2021, was a huge turning point for the United States concerning SARS-CoV-2. And just like the government's response to SARS-CoV-2 back in March of 2020, it has absolutely nothing to do with science. It is a complete political calculation. Before I detail the political calculations that led to the turning point event of May 13th, let's talk about exactly what did happen yesterday. The CDC issued new guidelines concerning the wearing of masks. And their new guideline says if you've been fully vaccinated, that you don't have to wear a mask outdoors or indoors, except in very rare circumstances. So basically, on the whole, CDC said that if you've been fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear masks at all. But of course, you probably remember just weeks ago, CDC was saying, oh, if you get fully vaccinated, you still have to wear your mask. So why the sudden change? Did the science change in just the last handful of weeks? No, of course not. And it's never been about science. So if you're looking for a scientific explanation, you're going to come up wanting. So why don't we look at what's really going on? The first element that plays into this political equation is that new daily infections across the United States are, once again, plunging. Let me share with you a couple of numbers so you understand how this all went down. Despite the establishment pushing hard the narrative that the United States has not reached herd immunity, may never reach herd immunity, the reality is the United States reached winter herd immunity on January 7th, 2021. And from then until March, I believe it was 14th or 15th, the United States saw an 87% reduction in new daily infections. I was commenting humorously not too long ago. Fauci had said, oh, well, you'll, we'll know when we hit herd immunity because cases will drop dramatically. And it's like, so you mean the 87% from January 7th to March 14th? I can see Fauci's response. No, no, no. Some other huge drop, not that huge drop. Then from March 15th through April 13th, 30 days, the United States experienced what I have dubbed and discussed here quite often, the spring uptick phenomenon. Cases had plummeted, and then, yeah, they went up a little bit for about 30 days, which the media then said, oh my god, this is like the 27th wave, we're all gonna die. I told you back on April 8th (laughs) that it was spring uptick, it was temporary, and that in the very, very near future, we'd see cases plummeting again. Six days after I publicly stated on Twitter and Facebook the cases were about to start declining again, on April 14th, yeah, cases did start declining again, and we now are at the lowest level of new daily infections since last August, which is only second to just as the thing kicked off last March or April. So as we line up the reasons for the White House's political decision to change the CDC guidelines, we just covered, number one, that new daily infections have plummeted in the United States since January 7th. Reason number two, waning 
interest in Americans getting vaccinated. If you do your research, you will find that previous viral pandemics, they ended naturally, either without a vaccine or even if a vaccine eventually came out, it was distributed in such small numbers, it was not a part of the equation. So if you look back at earlier viral pandemics in the 20th and 21st century, you will find that they all ended within 17 to 20 months on their own. If we consider January, the beginning of the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak in the United States, which it was, then we are currently in month 16, and all viral pandemics have ended within 17 to 20 months. Big Pharma and their shill in the federal government, Anthony Fauci, had been hoping to make billions upon billions upon billions of dollars off the American public by getting everyone vaccinated before the event closed itself out naturally. We're right at the tail end. I think most people recognize that, the covid don't, but most rational people understand. Right at the tail end, as I've been saying for months now, it's all over but the shouting. And Big Pharma did not attain its full goal. Anthony Fauci was not able to push enough people to get vaccinated fast enough to f- put billions upon billions upon billions upon billions of dollars in the coffers of Big Pharma. As I sit here talking to you today on May 14th, the, num- the percentage of the American population that has received both jabs is 36% and 47% have gotten one jab. And human nature being the way it is, as new daily infections continue to plunge, fewer and fewer people are going to feel there's any reason to go out and get vaccinated. As a matter of fact, a recent poll indicated that of that pool that has not yet been vaccinated, which is over 50% of the U.S. population, Only 11% said, yeah, they intend to still go out and get vaccinated. And that's probably not a solid number because if they intended to do it, they probably already would have done it. Probably, yeah, I intend to do it is more of a talking point (laughs) because as numbers continue to plunge, what's going to trigger them in their head? Okay, so we went from at the peak, almost 301,000 new cases in a single day down to now, we're in the 38,000 range and we're heading, and, and there's no signs that the decrease is going to stop. We're just going to keep going down and down and down. So if somebody already put it off and they procrastinate a little bit longer, yeah, there's going to be no reason. So that, that 11% number in reality is probably, I'm going to just speculate, half that, which means Big Pharma is not really going to hit the goal that it and its shill, Anthony Fauci, were hoping However, I think the pressure is kind of off in a way on that issue because Pfizer just, I don't know, three, four days ago, closed a deal with the European Union where Pfizer gets $27 billion. So I think probably the pressure to make billions and billions and billions of dollars here in the United States has lessened considerably in the minds of big pharma and people like Rochelle Walensky, the director of CDC, and Anthony Fauci. Because $27 billion in one contract, that pretty much fulfills all their hopes and dreams for making an incredible amount of money from this mRNA vaccine. Number three, the White House rescuing Democrat governors. This is by far, you could pretty much take items one and two, and yeah, they're important, a part of the equation, but you could move them off to the side because this is the single most important reason that the White House directed Rochelle Walensky, director of CDC, to change the guidelines concerning masks. 
Republican governors have been getting rid of mitigation measures for months, and their numbers look great. Their new daily infections continue to fall. They get rid of social distancing, numbers fall. They get rid of masks, numbers fall. They get rid of whatever. They open everything back up to 100%. Numbers continue to fall. So in states with Democrat governors, their, their numbers have been falling too, let me be clear. But because they're, they, the Democrats have pumped this false narrative BS for the last year, they're having trouble like explaining how they would unwind all of this. And that problem comes in two forms. Number one, if a Democrat governor were to simply say, that's it, we're lifting the mask order, Joe Biden is the mask hole in chief, right? He's their president. And he's like, masks, 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 everybody should wear a mask. So no Democrat governor wants to turn around and say, I'm getting rid of my mask order. That's coming into conflict with the leader of their party. And if there's no change in trajectory, they get rid of their mask order. And as in all of the red states, the numbers continue to go down, which was exactly what would happen. Then it makes their president look like an idiot he is. The second problem they have is they don't want to make it look like they're following the lead of the successful Republican governors who have long since got rid of their mitigation measures and numbers continue to plunge. They don't want to be in that position at all. They don't want to give the nod, any form of acknowledgement that these Republican governors were correct and that they, the Democratic governors, were, yeah, wrong. Many of these Democrat governors are facing re-election in November of 2022 and some of them, their odds are not looking good at all because of what they've done, these oppressive mitigation measures. So they needed a way, they needed an escape hatch to get out of the problem they had created for themselves and not damage the Democrat Party. So they pow out with the White House. The White House told Walensky, you're going to change the guidelines, thus giving cover to these Democratic governors to step away, which they have done. Not all of them. There's some reasons that some of them are delaying. But for instance, within hours of the new CDC guideline, Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak, he effectively eradicated the state's mass mandate by saying, effective immediately, the state of Nevada is going to follow the CDC guidelines, which is if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. Also, within hours of the CDC guideline change, California Democrat Governor Newsom, he also came out and said, yeah, we're going to be getting rid of our mask mandate in June. Whitmer, one of the real evildoers in all of this, one of the lockdown governors, the governor of Michigan, she hasn't said anything yet. And I understand why in her case, because in late April, she they laid out this four-point plan for, uh, what do they, they call it? Vac to normal. You get that? It's, it's like a plan, back to normal, vac to normal. I wonder how much taxpayer money she gave to a PR firm for that lame slogan. And it's not just that these Democrat governors know that they're going to have to be running for re-election in November 2022, but there are already stories appearing in the press talking about the election cycle into November 2022 for these governors. So by the media talking about it, yeah, the election cycle for November 2022 has already begun and the governors were feeling the heat. So they got with the White House. The White House gave Rochelle Walensky her marching orders. And so the CDC changed its guideline to rescue 
Democrat governors. Now, in closing on this particular issue, I do want to say I have typically eschewed politics in talking about SARS-CoV-2. I think there was enough science and data and evidence involved, not that it was coming from the government, but for me to share with you here that I really didn't need to get into the political side. And I'm nonpartisan, so I also had no inclination to make the whole thing political. However, I'm not making it political here for, as I said, I'm nonpartisan, so I have no axe to grind. I'm simply assessing the fact, the reality, that these Democrat governors and the White House contrived this plan, ordered Rochelle Walensky to change the guidelines to rescue Democrat governors. That's just politics. You may be thinking to yourself, the change in CDC guidelines only pertains to people who are fully vaccinated. So what about that more than 50% of the U.S. population that isn't? It doesn't matter. Let me start with that. Th this change in policy, this change in guidelines is essentially game over. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure that it should be because, I mean, from my frame of reference, I don't ever live my life by what some politicized government agency functionaries say, but I think a good percentage of the U.S. population has done that over the last year. So by CDC changing its guidelines, those same people who were listening at one time are still listening now. I never listen. I don't care. They, they don't control my world. But I think it is going to have a tremendous impact, especially we're seeing it already again in Nevada, and California has made a statement. I'm sure Whitmer's going to follow shortly, and that's going to change the dynamic for the public. So what if you're not vaccinated? Okay, so first of all, let me be clear. As these cases continue to plunge, and again, I use the example, if we're get in a nation of 331 million people, if we're getting 17 new cases a day, no one is going to care. So this whole thing about vax, 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 that, that's going to fade away. I mean, yeah, it's obnoxious now. Companies talking about it all the time. Somebody shared with me a story that his daughter has 12 years in with a company and was basically told, go get vaccinated, we're going to terminate you. Okay, so yeah, that's super, super super egregious and super obnoxious, but we're going to see that fade away. On the retail side of things, how many large retail establishments, or small for that matter, but I, I think larger, large retail establishments are the ones that people tend to focus on, how many of them are going to want to intrude on your private medical history when you walk in the door? Yeah. <laughs> if there's something they really don't want to get their hands dirty with, it's that. Now, I'm guessing there will be a few idiot companies who will start asking their people, remember there's been people at the door now for like a year, excuse me, sir, your mask. Okay, so, so these same people may be tasked with saying for a short period of time, 30 or 60 days, they're going to say, excuse me, I noticed you're not wearing a mask. Have you been vaccinated? You can answer however you want to answer to that if you're not vaccinated. My personal suggestion, because the whole thing is idiotic, just look at them and go, yeah, and just get on with your business. Who gives a shit? How many will be asking for some sort of evidence of vaccination if you're not wearing a mask? I'm going to say probably less than 1% of the businesses. Nobody wants to go down that road. O only the a business that is owned or controlled by COVIDiots would even try and go there. And the simple answer to that is nobody shopped there anymore. Everybody go to all the other stores that don't do that stupid shit. And when they realize they're going bankrupt, they'll stop it too. As to the stores that may ask you, excuse me, I know you're not wearing a mask. Are you vaccinated? Are you fully vaccinated? Okay. You could also use a humorous line from a meme I've seen floating around on social media, which is, I identify as vaccinated. I said stores that 
do those stupid things like ask you, excuse me, you're not wearing a mask. Are you vaccinated? Will only last like 30 or 60 days. Why? Because the numbers are continuing to plunge. They're going to go down and down and down and get to the point where no one, they're going to get so low, no one, even the most raging COVID idiot, no one is going to care anymore. So with these obnoxious pseudoscience mask BS mandates on the way out, just deal with the silliness of somebody says to you, excuse me, are you vaccinated? <laughs> just deal with that for 30, 60, at the most 90 days, and that whole thing will be gone. A friend of mine who's really into live music asked me the other day, he says, what do you think is going to happen with uh, live music events? And this is pretty simple. Uh, big music festivals, if they have the ability to go somewhere else other than a restrictive state, they will. I mean, for instance, there are places that are selling tickets online right now. They're saying you have to provide them evidence that you've been vaccinated in order for them to complete and process your, your credit card and get your ticket. Okay. So this, the answer to that is simple. There's going to be agencies that don't do that. Well, buy your tickets there. And if you have to forego a show here or there because the broker is totally obnoxious and a covid idiot, well, the best thing is don't go to the show. I know you may feel you're missing a great live show, but don't go. And when they start to go bankrupt, they'll change their policies. This isn't rocket science. Are people free to continue wearing masks? Sure, absolutely. And you know, my position has always been, okay, so if, if somebody wants to show me that they're, they believe in this pseudoscience crap, Okay, carry on. I mean, I really don't care if somebody's in the middle of a store and they hold their nose and hop up and down on one leg four times in some sort of uh, ritual to ward off evil spirits. That, that doesn't, I, doesn't harm me. I don't care. And I don't care if somebody does the equivalent by, uh, concerning a virus, concerning wearing a mask. Carry on. I don't care. The important thing is that rational, thinking people who understand the science are now free from this garbage. The macro picture takeaway from this presentation is that from March 2020, when the government first started acting in response to SARS-CoV-2, we need to recall that nothing they've done over the last 15 or 16 months has had anything to do with science. And as far as the change of CDC guidelines on May 13th, it also has nothing to do with science. It's all about politics. And I think if we look back from March 2020, we look through this whole thing, government actions were based on either no science or fraudulent science or things that were pitched as science, which is when you, when you actually have the expertise to look at them, you go like, no, that's not science. I think it's really important, perhaps, for the next contagion to realize, to understand what the government did concerning SARS-CoV-2.